Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's very special Pageantry Podcast guest, coming up to the end of her year as Miss Teen USA, Cassidy Wolf. Thank you for calling in today, Cassidy. It's great to talk to you again. Hi, how are you? I'm just doing awesome. I'm excited to be on the phone with you and kind of learn how your year has gone and, you know, give congratulations where they are due. Thank you so much. Let's kind of go back to the Bahamas. You're going to be going there in just, you know, barely a month. I know, it's crazy. It's a month and a half away, six weeks to be exact. But I'm really excited because actually today I came into the office and we're starting to plan my events for a while I'm there. And we have some really fun things planned. So I'm getting super geared up and excited. So it'll be a good time. Well, of course, in the Bahamas, I guess you have to hit the beach a little bit, yes? Yeah, because last time I went, I actually didn't get to. We were kind of busy in rehearsals and everything, so now this time I actually get to experience it. I think we're going to go jet skiing, and we're going to go deep sea swimming, and we're going to swim with stingrays, and it's going to be actually really fun, so I'm excited. Well, I wish I could be there. Well, you definitely should join. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as you're getting ready, what is going through your mind as you prepare to return to the Bahamas and crown the new Miss Teen USA? necessarily feel real. I'm kind of one of those people who like to not think about things until the time comes. So right now I'm just trying to enjoy the last two months that I have. I get to go home to California tomorrow actually. So that'll be nice to be able to be home with my friends and family for a little bit before I give up my title. But right now I'm just trying to enjoy the last couple moments. But I know whoever I end up crowning is going to have an amazing year ahead of her, so I'm excited to see who that's going to be. But right now I'm just kind of soaking up these last couple of days. Mm -hmm. And, of course, heading back home to California, you're going to see your dad. When we first spoke, eh, he's he's not into pageantry that much. Has he become a fan of pageantry now? You know, it's actually really funny. I talk to my dad multiple times in the week, and every time that I talk to him, he always is just asking me about normal people stuff, and I really (laughs) appreciate that from him because he, he definitely is into it. He loves hearing what I'm doing and what I've been up to, but then again, he's not like, he doesn't worry about it too much, whereas my mom, she's following my every event that I'm doing. She's following what fans are saying to me and things like that, so I definitely get both sides of it from my mom and dad. They're just different views, but yeah, I appreciate my dad just calling to talk to me as if I'm just a normal person, you know, I'm a daddy's girl, so yes, I appreciate him. Well, and listen, and and to be fair to your father, you're his little girl, you'll always be his little girl, but you are Miss Teen USA. Yes, technically, yes. (laughs) You know, in looking back, what is the most vivid memory you have upon winning the title as Miss Teen USA? I remember my reaction, and every time I see the photos, I'm like, how the heck did my face contort to that way? But I honestly was in such shock and so overwhelmed that I don't know what I was thinking about. But after, when the, um, when the host came up to me to ask me how I'm feeling, the only word I could spit out was, what? What? All, that's literally all I could say. So it was really a huge blur, but... After, the morning after I realized that I was Miss Teen USA, it was kind of crazy hearing from all my friends and family, and that's when it actually hit me. But the crowning moment was so overwhelming. I was just so overwhelmed, really. And, and it was a beautiful, genuine moment. I was looking at the article today and the crowning shot. When your your name was announced, the disbelief could not ever be duplicated. No, yeah, I definitely... 
even if I would have suspected that it was going to happen to me, I would still have the same amount of shock because from the audience to the music to just all of this time that I had worked up and prepared for for this one moment, it just exploded out of me all at one time. And I, I just, yeah, it was definitely a moment to remember and I'll never forget that feeling. Excellent. How have you enjoyed living in New York? Oh my God, I'm in love with it here. It's amazing. One of your uh, bucket list requests was to ice skate in Rockefeller Center. Did you get to do it? Uh, no, not at Rockefeller Center, but I actually did go in the middle of in Central Park, and that was really cool because we were in the middle of the park, and you could see the skyline, but you could also see the trees, and it wasn't too cold out. That was actually a really funny experience. I went with a, a couple of the people from the office here, and I'm not the best ice skater, and so I actually happened to rip one of our coworkers' pants while ice skating. So it was it was a pretty memorable experience, but it was also really cool to be able to check that off my bucket list. And who would think a California girl is not a professional ice skater? I mean, I wish I could say I was, but I'm not. It's not one of my talents. You know, you're 19 when you headed out to New York, and it's a big city. You're kind of on your own. You've got your great support staff with the Miss Universe organization. What have you learned about yourself this past year? Oh, I've grown up so much. I really have become so independent. I lived on my own before moving to New York City, so I kind of had that under my belt. But there's not really much you can prepare for when you move to New York City because it's just a completely different world. And I definitely grew up a lot from getting myself to and from events, from getting myself to and from school. And I've gained a lot of friends here in the city, and this place has actually become a home to me, and I'm planning on staying here. So it really has just been a whirlwind and I definitely have grown and become more independent and I'm so thankful for that. Listen, and of course one of the opportunities as Miss Teen USA you were able to attend school there. Yes. What has that experience been like? Well it's definitely been different from years uh, girls in the past. I actually did six months at the New York Film Academy in acting but after that I switched to the Joffrey Ballet School on a full scholarship and attended their jazz and contemporary program so I got to do six years of acting, or six months of acting and six months of dance, so that was really cool, on top of being Miss Teen USA, so it definitely was a year of new experiences. Mm-hmm. One of your goals originally was to walk during New York Fashion Week. I know you got to attend several events. What was that like? Yeah, we got to attend both New York Fashion Weeks, and I would say that was one of my biggest highlights throughout this year, because those fashion shows are amazing, and even being in the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week tents and just seeing the kind of people that go to those shows is an experience in itself. But I did actually get to walk for Sherry Hill in her spring 2014 collection fashion show, and that was amazing because one of my favorite things to do, and I think my favorite part of any pageant competition is getting to strut down the runway. So getting to do that and support Sherry Hill in the process was really awesome. And I know we're going to be seeing you on some runways in the future, too. Hopefully. (laughs) You also spend a good deal of time with charity events, yes? Yes, we do. Can you tell us a little bit about one that has become near and dear to your heart? Yes, we work a lot with Project Sunshine and Best Buddies. And I think one of my favorite charity events that we got to do this year was Project Sunshine Star for a day. I got to go in and spend a couple hours with a little girl who was waiting to get a heart transplant and 
I could just see how much it meant to her, and she really changed my life in a way, too. I got to meet her mom. I got to FaceTime her grandma while we were sitting in her hospital bed, and it was just really neat to be able to make this girl's entire day and see the happiness on her face and the happiness from her family and everything of that sort really was amazing, and I will never forget that for the rest of my life. We had taken Polaroid pictures, and I keep one in my wallet, so it really was an event to for forever remember, and I just... I'll never forget that. So that's definitely a highlight, and uh, that's really what the industry is about, and I, you know, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Your, your began in the news with the unfortunate circumstance and privacy violations. Is this something that you still want to actively advocate? Yes, I think I'll definitely advocate my story for the rest of my life. I've teamed up with a security company and an app mm -hmm. that you can download on your phone called Snoop Law, and I... I'll be working with them for the next year, so getting to advocate it through them while showing people ways to prevent this from happening to them with an app that you can download on your phone is really awesome, and that's, I'm really thankful for that opportunity that I got this year, but also getting to interview with Anderson Cooper and CNN, CNN Headline, Aaron Barnett, those influential people were amazing, and they really helped share my story, so I, I'll definitely advocate it for the rest of my life. Excellent. One of my sons just became a teen, right when we we're in Baton Rouge. And you're a role model for teens, not just for young ladies. But as a role model for teens around the USA, what advice can you give them with all the pressures in today's society? And there are many. I think it's just to stick, stay true to yourself and stay true to your values. It's so important to know who you are. And I, I still, I'm 19 years old, and I still don't know what I want in life, but I know who I am, and I know my values. I know what my family has instilled in me, and I think being able to stay true to yourself is one of the biggest ways to never give in to any peer pressure. And I think with the help of family and friends and anything you do in life, it's always important to continue to have their support and to continue to keep them close to you, because those are the people that will be there for you throughout the rest of your life. So just... Staying true to your values and knowing who you are is my biggest advice. I agree. You just told us that you're going to be planning on staying in New York. What are your plans? Are you going to pursue dance, so acting? Yeah, I'm going to continue to use the rest of my scholarship that I have to the New York Film Academy. And I'm going to do six months of acting to finish out a full year of acting. And then I'm going to transfer to their broadcast journalism program. And then hopefully by then... I will know exactly what I want to do, and hopefully a lot of opportunities will open up throughout this next year. There's a couple in the works right now, so maybe those will open up a couple doors in the future as well. So hopefully, you know, things just kind of fall into place as long as I continue to work hard and I go to school and do all the right steps that I need to do to get myself to where I want to be. That's my plan for right now, and we'll just see what happens. Good. What will you miss most once your year is over? I think just being able to come into the office and to see the people that have made this year so much to me is what I'll miss the most. I've really become family with the people that I work here with at the office, and they're going to have a new girl, which is really hard to kind of think about, but I know they'll be in my life forever, but I'll just, getting to, I'll just miss getting to see them and hear from them, and I know I'll hear from them, but I'll just miss my family. That's it. I'll miss them so much. Is there any person or persons you wish to recognize? Oh, my gosh. There are so many people. Um, yes, there's my mom, Mary. She is 
my absolute world and my biggest supporter, my number one cheerleader in life. I want to recognize all of the sister queens that I've had throughout this year, Erin Brady, Gabriella, now our new Miss USA, Nia, our previous Miss Universe, Olivia. They have all made this year so much, so much to me and have been amazing people to share this experience with. So I can't thank them enough for that. I want to thank Emily Panassi, my manager. I want to thank Esther Swan, our talent director here at the organization. Paula Shugart for giving this opportunity to all of the girls in the USA system. And just to everyone at the MUO office because without them, I wouldn't have had this amazing opportunity and I wouldn't be where I am today. So I definitely would like to thank them for giving me this opportunity. Very touching and heartfelt. I appreciate that. Any questions for me? So... <laughs> Turn the tables. Come on. Okay, let's see. What's the question I can ask you? How long have you been, how long has Pageantry Magazine been around? We have been in publication now for 35 years. I believe, I think I remember hearing that. That's absolutely amazing. So have you been able to interview every person in the USA system for 35 years? No, I have not, unfortunately. Um, it was, as Mr. Trump had said, with uh, the return of Miss USA to Baton Rouge, that was a return to the home of pageantry. And for us, it was figurative and literal. Our offices were right down next to where the Riverfront uh, Stadium was. If you were at the Hilton Hotel, that red brick building that looked like it should be in New Orleans, that was my uncle's house and our original offices. Oh, my God. I, that's crazy. And we started the first. It was so much fun. That it, was a really great venue to have. To it, it, it was. It, I had not been there in many years. It was a bittersweet uh, returning there. And that is actually where we had started. We've been in the business since 1962. We actually started the first teen pageants out of Baton Rouge in 1962. They're actually right. the first international. So it's, 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 it's been a long run and I've have been around a long time. And it's always a pleasure seeing young ladies like yourself, you know, grow up in, in the industry, learn that community charitable service, pursue their dreams. And even with my own children, I say, look to these young ladies because they can show you how to focus, how to dedicate yourselves, how to make plans, stick to the plans, and succeed and never give up. So for that, I thank you. And I thank you for believing in us and for knowing what we do. It's more than just the beauty. You know what goes, all the work that goes into it, and you support us. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. It, 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 had all, it has always been more than just the tiara and the crown and the rhinestone. We know that. And again, we, we thank you all for your support. And of that, even the Miss Universe organization, because without them, especially yourself, Miss Teen USA, they provide you a platform to get out there and you've taken great advantage of it. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Carl. And today's special guest has been none other nearing the end of her reign as Miss Teen USA, Cassidy Wolf. Cassidy, thank you so much again for calling in today. I wish you nothing but the best and we hope to cross paths with you again soon. Thank you so much.